If you like true crime, dark history, the haunted and paranormal, then we think you'll like Ghost Town. Ghost Town is hosted by me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. We cover both notorious and obscure true crimes. The haunted, paranormal, and unexplained. And the dark history of everything from world events to pop culture. There are new episodes of Ghost Town every Wednesday and Friday. Find out for yourself what Vulture.com called essential listening and one listener called a total waste of time. So pause the podcast you're listening to right now. And go subscribe to Ghost Town for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And at ghosttownpod.com. A city full of stories. These are tales from Guadalajara, Jalisco. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. Hi everyone, this is Christina. And not MJ today. Introduce yourself, Carmen. Hi, everyone. This is Carmen, Christina's yes, twin. Yeah. So <laughs> if you follow MJ on Twitter, you saw her news that she unfortunately has COVID, her and her whole family. By the time this comes out, she should be fine, but send her healing thoughts anyway, right? Healing vibes only. Thoughts and prayers. So we were supposed to do an episode on creation stories from different mythologies. We're going to do that a different day because... It has a lot of research on, you know, MJ's down. So today, Carmen agreed to come on, which is so fun. Yay. And we're going to, yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking about legends. Uh, it may not be noticeable, but Carmen is not new to podcasting. We host a different podcast together called Novelas con Cafecito. I feel attacked. <laughs> you should. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a fun podcast. If you like novelas, check it out. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about legends from Guadalajara, Jalisco, uh, because that's where our family's from. Well, what do they call it? The mother mother country? No. It has a term. It's a term. Mother? Mother? The motherland? Yes. Oh, that, yeah, that's what you were... That's we're going to be talking about the motherland today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What do they call Guadalajara? La, no. Is it La Perla Tapatia? Uh, no, it has a it has a saying though. Something about la tierra, no? <laughs> Let's stop because I don't know. <laughs> We're not good. Um, what do they call people from Guadalajara? You know how they call like people from certain tapatios. Towns? Okay, we're not good tapatios. No, that can't be it. Is that it? You're the one who said it. I don't know. Clearly, we know nothing, and we're putting our mother yes, we- <laughs> and our maternal side of the family to shame. We're embarrassing them right now, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to be sharing some two legends from Guadalajara. Carmen, you have one, right? Yeah. Uh, But first, a listener story. And this was sent in via Instagram, but you can send them in to our email at spookytales at gmail.com or any of our socials, just DM us. I will say email is easier to keep track of because I'm already bad at keeping track of them. But email is easier because I can just star them and save them. And then unstar Makes them sense. if I've already read them. It's a good system. It is, right? Yeah. Okay, so story time. This takes place after we just got a Nintendo GameCube. 
so you know this was a while ago. My brother and I had been playing into the wee hours of the night, and our ma, being the Mexican mother that she is, would always tell us, Se te va a parecer el diablo, uh, which translates Jesus. to, the devil will appear to you. Whenever we were doing something she didn't approve of, so she goes back to bed after scolding us and we just brushed her off. And maybe like 30 minutes later, we begin to hear whistling. And I'm talking about loud, like right outside of our front door. My brother and I freeze and look at each other and both go to the window to see if anyone's there. Nothing. We used to live at the end of a cul-de-sac. Why do they look at the window? Come on. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I would never. I'd get under my beds. My beds. My bed covers. I cover. Yeah, I figured that's what you meant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get, get under multiple mattresses. <laughs> Put the whole mattress over me. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, back to this. Uh. We used to live at the end of a cul-de-sac with nothing but older folks in our neighborhood. So I know none of them were whistling their happy asses home <laughs> home that late. <laughs> we ran to Arma's room, but she was sleeping. I know most people would assume it was my mom pranking us, but she was a bad liar and a worse whistler. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Oh, wow. I can't whistle either. <laughs> Go in on her. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and she is very superstitious, so I know she wouldn't do that to us. I 100% believe it was a spirit or something was messing with us. And you best believe we turned off our game and ran to go hide under the covers. It was Satan. I thought, I thought they were going to say, yeah, it was most definitely Satanas. But I thought he was going to say, or they, I don't know. I guess I don't know if it was a he. Why did I just say that? Wow, sexist. Anyway. She- Okay, so, <laughs> wow. Uh, I thought they were going to say that <laughs> that they um, most people would wake up their mom, <laughs> and that that's what they did. <laughs> but then he said most people thought it would be the mom pranking them. And I was like, I would make my, I would wake my mom up. <laughs> if, if I saw she was sleeping, I would wake her up too. You best believe we do were you remember th- with her. No, yes, but do you remember the time that <laughs> there was like a bag floating in the backyard? And it was just, it was like a grocery bag, but we thought it was like a ghost because we couldn't tell from far away and we, we weren't going to go outside. And so then we like, um, we ran upstairs and woke her up and made her go outside. And then she came back hella mad. She's like, it's a fucking bag, you idiots. Was that just the two of us or the three of us? No, it was the three of us um, at the crater okay. house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you know we would have woken her up. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> do you want to go first? Do I go first? Uh, oh, you can go first. So this is called El Rincón del Diablo, and that would translate into the Devil's Corner. But it's also known as the Devil's Alley. Actually, before I get into that, let me just say, Guadalajara is the second largest city in Mexico, I want to say. And unlike other cities in Mexico, this was not created out of an already existing indigenous city. It was like brand new when the colonizers arrived, you could say. FYI. Hmm. Yeah, I 
heard that from the same video you sent me. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> so this uh, story is called El Rincón del Diablo, or The Devil's Corner, or The Devil's Alley. So in La, in la Calle Morelio, in La Plaza Tapatía, in El Centro de Guadalajara, there's a place <laughs> that came to be known as El Callejón del Diablo, or The Devil's Alley. And that is that was just a street name and the the center of Guadalajara, like the downtown area, there's a little plaza called La Plaza Tapatia, which we've been to. I think it's where we bought uh that really delicious like coconut water once. Do you remember that? No. Oh my god, where there's people dancing all the time and big buildings, really fancy looking area. You don't remember this? No. <laughs> okay. Well we've been there, Carmen. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Is it where the church is at? Yes. Yes, there is a church there. Oh. Oh. Then, yeah. And like a little stage. Okay, I know. Yeah. Okay, good. good. Oh, wait, the stage. Just for some context. Yeah, you don't remember seeing the little, like, it's like <laughs> a made, it's a tiny stage, and then people would dance around it. Okay, so, before it came to be known as the Devil's Alley, it was known as El Callejón del Ahorcado. I can't say that. Uh, Jesus. Uh, which means... I know, yes, which the means the hanged man's person? alley. Oh, shit, I thought it was mm. hang, hung? No, I think it is. Okay. But God also means to choke, so. True. Like that we are God. <laughs> yes, that is true. Thank you for putting that into context for us. You're welcome. So, <laughs> and this was in the year 1590. A man uh, did die by suicide there, and I guess you can guess how. Because of the name, uh, El Ahorcado. Oh, my God. Wow. Can't say that word. I'm sorry. I thought you Spanish better than this. I know. I don't know what's happening today. And because of that, the alley was seen as a place to fear and a place of evil. Currently, the Office of Secretary of Tourism is located in this specific area that is called the Devil's Alley. Uh, but before that, it was a convent, and uh, it was called El Convento de Santa Maria de Gracia, or Saint Mary, the convent was called Saint Mary of Grace. And in this convent, there was a wall that was uh, facing the alley, like the wall was here, the alley was behind that room. Okay. Because the way it said it in Spanish, I was like, I don't know how to translate this. <laughs> But yes, so the wall was touching the alley, you could say. So one night, a young nun heard blasphemous screams. And then she looked outside the window. A coven of witches had gathered on the little house in the corner. When you said blasphemous screams, I thought that meant like someone was having sex and being loud outside. But then you said a coven of witches. So I was like, hmm, okay, never mind. I do wonder what they're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like... <laughs> Saying blasphemous things about Jesus together, I guess. I don't know. Screaming at the moon or something. <laughs> I don't know. Blasphemy um. <laughs> to the nuns. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the nuns. <laughs> that nunnery, fuck it. <laughs> okay, what? go on. St. <laughs> Mary's of Grace can suck it. <laughs> suck my dick, St. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too far. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> oh. Anyway. So through the window, the nun could see a large table with a grave cloth on it. 
there was four black candles that were sitting inside human skulls. <laughs> and <opinion>. various <laughs> various women with wild hair. And in Spanish, it said cabello rebelde. <laughs> Excuse they mean curly hair. And I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and I, why did it have to That's have blasphemy. That <laughs> because peasants have curly hair. Witches, we would be burned at the stake for our hair. Okay. The group of witches were drinking a mysterious beverage, and at the same time, they were beating a holy Christ of ivory against the table. What? <laughs> uh, various <laughs> figures set foot from the shadows, dressed in black cloaks, and they all shouted, Den al rey, give yourselves to the king. Satan. The nun was witnessing. Yes. The nun was witnessing a satanic ritual. The nun awoke el mayodormo, mayodormo del convento, the steward of the convent. I don't know what mayodormo means. Butler. That's the word I sent you oh. earlier. Yes, but when I Googled it, it said steward. Yeah, it's steward, butler, it administrator. Okay. And this was a respectable priest and... This respectable priest alerted the Holy Inquisition at a major battle between the Holy Inquisition and the Satanic cult took place. And I want to see this movie. <laughs> I would watch it for sure. And I would be rooting yeah. for the witches. <laughs> Same. And Satan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Many, many, many years later, habitants of Guadalajara still avoid this corner, for it gives an ominous feeling. And if they must pass through it, no one enters without una bendición first. Is that what that's called when you do the whole, like, yes. touch your forehead? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. Yeah, the yeah. cross. They, they, yes, what is that called in English? Entering. I don't know. But it's mm. when you touch your forehead and your chest and you make a little cross and then you like kiss your hand like Mwah. like a blessing, like bless, bless, Maybe. blessing, bless. I don't know. We were also the worst Catholics. So don't ask us. We are. Yeah. And so, yeah, that story was not scary to me. It was more funny. <laughs> I mean, it sounds hilarious. Also, OK, when you were describing the um, satanic ritual, it made me think of um, you're wrong about, you know. Friend of the pod, I'm just yeah, like, <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> but, you know, when they were talking about that book, um, what was the book called? Satan Seller. Yeah. And then they like, every time they describe, every time, I don't know, people that don't know what they're talking about describe satanic rituals. They're like wild and weird. They don't make any sense. <laughs> and that's what I yeah, thought of when you giving, were describing I've never the witches. A, yeah. Yeah, this is giving, I've never seen satanic ritual and I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> so I want, that's why I wanted to share. Yeah. <laughs> My next one. Did is, you say we've oh, been there? Yeah. To La Plaza Tapatia? Yeah. I don't know about the specific but, so, corner. I'm sure we've seen it. But we may have like crossed it. Yeah. So my next story is El Charro Negro. And this is not just... Uh, it's not just heard in Guadalajara, it's in different parts of Mexico, but it's also heard in Guadalajara, which is why I wanted to include it. So, according to legend, when the sun begins to hide and the chickens climb the trees to sleep, pause the story. Chickens do that? Sorry, what? Yeah, I was like making a face like... 
that's, well, that's I guess I know said. nothing about chickens. And it's so specific, like... Yeah, it said cuando el sol se esconde y las gallinas suben a los árboles a dormir. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. Someone with chickens, please tell me. I don't... I can't imagine how they... Climb. Oh, my friend has chickens. Climb. I'll ask her. Ask her. <laughs> but she has a coop, I think. Oh. You think they go back in their coop, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> back to the story. Yes, when the sun begins to hide and the chickens climb the trees to sleep, mothers bring their sons inside and close their doors. And those traveling hurry to find shelter, for no one wants to encounter El Charro Negro. This entity is giving this name for what he wears, an elegant black charro suit. And he is seen riding a black horse with fiery red eyes. Is this the Mexican version of Sleepy Hollow or what? <laughs> no, because he's not headless. Ah, oh, you're right. But he's on a horse. <laughs> yeah. He is on a horse, yes. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, for everyone that for some reason doesn't know what a charro is, it's that mariachi suit, right? Yeah. The charro is like a mariachi singer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But and you, what do you call Yeah. Wearing, wearing that specific that suit. suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all black. And he has a big, giant black sombrero. On with the story. Before being cursed for eternity to become El Charro Negro, El Charro Negro was from a humble family. He wanted more than his parents could give. He loved fine clothes and especially a fine sombrero. A Teresito. Yes, I was waiting for you to be like, it's giving Teresa. Yes. And for those of you don't, who don't know, Teresa is a Mexican telenovela in which she is born to a poor family and will do anything to get rich, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this is what he is doing. <laughs> so sometimes he uh, he would not eat and he would save his money and buy himself fancy sombreros. Eventually his parents died and then he found himself with even less money for the things he wanted. And so he decided there was only one way out of his poverty. And this would be to try to summon the devil and ask him for riches. Was that was that the only way? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somehow he succeeded in summoning the devil, and the devil promised El Charro riches and luxury, to which El Charro accepted. Time passed, and El Charro began noticing that he was aging abnormally fast. And soon he grew tired of spending money, and he had forgotten about the pact that he made. The devil returned <laughs> to remind him of their deal. How do you forget? <laughs> Picking a pack with the fucking devil. Sorry. What the fuck? It's because he was aging and he got Alzheimer's or something. You're right, because it was the fast aging process. <laughs> hmm yeah. <laughs> so the devil returned to remind him of the deal they made. And that soon it would be time for him to pay his end of the deal, which was to die and uh, for the devil to take his soul. Uh, and El Charro did not like this. And he freaked out and he ran away with his horse so he grabbed his best horse and he took off the devil returned and told el charro that he was going to wait until his time but since he thought he could evade him he will take him now at that moment el charro's horse stood up and attempted to kick the devil (laughs) i want that horse yeah loyal same loyal yes he'll fight satan for Uh, you goddamn yeah, right? Like, my dog wouldn't do that. He'd run away. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe would run would. away. Kobe would. 
No, no, no. Kobe <laughs> would bark and fight till he died, okay? I don't believe it. You know, I think he would. <laughs> I think he would, yeah. This little asshole yeah. barks at every little thing. He he almost <laughs> fought me when he first met me. <laughs> he was throwing hands. He was ready. Yeah. <laughs> so at that moment, El Charro could see his skin melting away. And then he was nothing but a skeleton. And the devil spoke again. I see that your pet is loyal, and for that, he must be cursed along with you. And so El Charro was cursed <laughs> to collect Satan's debt. I was laughing because I was like, that's what the horse gets <laughs> for his loyalty. <laughs> cursed for eternity. He... Yeah. <laughs> so together, <laughs> they were cursed to collect Satan's debts and entice others into accepting the same deal that he himself had accepted so many years ago. And if he did find someone to take the deal, that person would take El Charro's place. My question, would the horse be replaced too? Is the horse free then? Uh, I mean, that should be a part of the deal, I think. Yeah. You would think, right? Yeah. And so for this reason, uh, moms hide their sons because this is who he's trying to make the deals with to replace him. However, then I found a story and it's not a, a, a son. It's a woman. So let me read that to you. A young woman named Adela was walking late at night in Guadalajara when she came across a man dressed in all black in his charro suit on a horse. He seemed nice and he offered her to ride to which she agreed. Little did she know that she would never be seen again because she accepted a ride from El Charro Negro and was taken <sighs> to hell. <laughs> no warning, wow. like nothing. <laughs> poor, poor Adela. I think at that point he gave up with trying to get a man to replace him because um, all the moms were just like, hide your kids, hide your sons, just your sons. Just fuck your, your daughters. Sons, yeah. <laughs> just your sons. Uh, and then he's like, well, fuck it. You know, why Why just take a man? Let me just try my hand at this chick, Adela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, poor wow. Adela. But yeah, those are the stories of El Rincón del Diablo and El Charro Negro. So I'm going to be talking about La Casa de los Perros. And the word perros is one of those words that I struggle with. So <laughs> don't laugh at me. <laughs> 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 so when I was uh, looking everything up, it said there was a few legends uh, surrounding it, but really I only found two. So <laughs> lies. Oh, okay. Oh, um, before you start, what did you remember about this house? Oh, I was gonna say that at the end. Oh, at the end. Okay, okay. I will save it. No, for no. The go end ahead though. Then. No. Okay. So yeah, all I remember about it is that if you spend the night there you would get like a treasure at the end of it, but no one can spend the night there because they go mad. Huh? I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I don't know why I associated that with the house. If someone told me it or I just like made it up, but I remember, I feel like mommy said that to me, but I don't know. Yeah. I think I vaguely remember that. Um, and I also, I remember that the dogs would come free from the roof and chase you. But I did not yes. come across that at all. I remember that too, though. So clearly we heard a different version. Yeah, there has to be different versions out there. Uh, clearly, because, yeah. yeah, I guess these are probably the, the ones I found are like the more popular ones. Mm -hmm. And people from Guadalajara make up their own, <laughs> probably to scare each other. Yeah. Are you going to go into what the house looks like? or 
Oh, no, I didn't think to do that. Do you do oh, you know okay. what it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to describe yeah, it? Yeah, so it's Yeah, go ahead. It's a big house in Guadalajara and it has I want to say two big black dog statues. At the, on the corners is it just two or is it more i'm pretty sure it's just two it's in the ceiling oh just on the ceiling yeah yeah on the corners of the yeah. ceiling. no okay oh then yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and yeah that's the most basic uh yeah i was gonna say it's like a really old looking mansion because it is <laughs> a really old mansion yeah okay so um yeah in the late 1700s this like old mansion it was uh, used as Guadalajara's first printing press. And then in the early 20th century, a rich coffee merchant by the name of Jesus Antonio Flores bought the location and he converted it into his residence. He, um, well, there was a couple of different versions that I saw about, about him, but the first one said that he, the first one I came across said he lived alone for many years until um, he left the bachelor life at the ripe age of 70. <laughs> Holy what? Oh, my God. That's so old. <laughs> yeah, it said he was a, a single man until his 70s. Damn. And then he uh, married. Yeah. Uh, and then he married a much younger woman named Ana Gonzalez. So I couldn't find her actual age anywhere. But everything I looked up emphasized that she was a lot younger than him at this point i'm just hoping she was an actual adult (laughs) yeah and so um anna made it her goal to redecorate the home because it was very spooky looking at that point (laughs) and um as part of her decor she made it even spookier by (laughs) by ordering two dog sculptures (laughs) (laughs) it's like who how does that not make it spookier you know yeah uh yeah so she ordered uh the dog sculptures for the roof of the house to act as symbolic guardians and this made me wonder about why people put gargoyles on buildings is <laughs> was it also for symbolism I think more like history there maybe i don't oh, know too interesting. Much about them me either but yeah it, it made me think of that and so, yeah, that's how the house got its name, because of the sculptures she put of the dogs, La Casa de los Perros. A few years later, Jesus passed away, because remember, he was 70 when he married Ana. Um, yeah. <laughs> and when Jesus was still alive, the couple went on a trip to Europe, and they got caught in a huge storm that caused the ship to sink. Uh, they thought they were going to die, and fearing for their lives, they promised each other that if one of them passed away, the other would pray the rosary on the anniversary of the de- of their death. So um, Anna failed to keep this promise because she remarried <laughs> oh <my laughs> and God. forgot to pray. <laughs> uh, forgot to pray the rosary on the anniversary of Jesus' death because she was, you know, a newlywed who has time to pray for their <laughs> passed away spouse diseased or whatever. Ex- yeah, <laughs> diseased. Yeah. And I I couldn't find how long she actually took to remarry, so I don't know. Well, it couldn't be that long if if on the anniversary of their death she was already of his death she was already <laughs> married. So it wasn't even a year. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck this old dude." Yep. So eventually, Anna lost the house, and it's said that it was due to bad luck falling upon her because she failed to keep the promise of praying for him. 
So um, in other versions, Jesus was a widow and Ana was his much younger second wife. Jesus could not oh. keep up with his mar- marital duties. Cough, cough, sex. Oh, so he, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> he can't yeah. get it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I guess, there, I mean, of course, yeah, there was no Viagra at that time. <laughs> no, and he was 70. What, so. When did it get invented? <laughs> anyway. <I don't> <laughs> Ana cheated on him with his mayordomo. <laughs> Oh, butler. the butler. butler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after Jesus passed away, Ana and the butler continued to live in the home, but they moved yeah. out quickly because Jesus' ghost haunted the living shit out of them and made their lives impossible. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'd do that too, though, if I were him. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's said that anyone who presents presents themselves alone in the home with uh, like a soul candle um, and prays the rosary at midnight, gets the title to the home and becomes the new owner of it. And other versions say to present themselves at uh, Jesus, I don't know how to pronounce this word, mausoleum. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That sounds right, mausoleum, at the Mesquitan Cemetery. But I think, yeah. But I think it makes more sense to go to the home than the cemetery. Okay, yeah. so many people have tried to do this, but no one has become the owner of the home because when they're inside the house praying the rosary, they hear a voice from beyond the grave. It's Jesus. <laughs> Respond to them and they nope the fuck out of the house. <laughs> I mean, I would too. Which is kind of <laughs> like what you said, that people go mad inside. And I do remember hearing that now that you had said it. At first, I forgot about it, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing Nothing that I saw uh, said that people go mad. It just they get scared and they run away. But I it would okay, be a little crazy after that, it. I think. I would too, shit. <laughs> How do you keep your sanity after that? I don't know. Right? You know, I could be conflating it with all the stories of when people... The treasure stories? Like a, a rumored treasure, yes. And you have to dig it up with yeah. that person next to you the whole time. And so you... Oh God! There's so many stories like that. They freak me out, but I could be confusing it with that. Uh, but it makes sense to confuse it with that because it's kind of like you get a treasure at the end if you can do it because you get the house. Would he leave you alone after you have the title? That's a question. That I don't think he would <laughs> because technically Anna had the house. Had right, yeah. Right, she owned the house after he passed away because she is mm-hmm. the widow or whatever. Um, and he haunted yeah. her. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so, not worth it. <laughs> no, definitely not worth it. Neighbors report that on the anniversary of Jesus' death, the left dog sculpture disappears from the roof of the house. So, that could be where Whoa. people say that the dog chases you. I, yeah. I remember hearing, actually, that if you pass by the house at a certain time, the dogs will chase you. Yes. Now that you're mentioning that, Do you remember, I remember that? that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And others report seeing a ghost of an old man walking in and around the building. Oh, okay. And so now La Casa de los Perros belongs to the city and it's a museum of journalism and graphic arts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because it was the first printing press. Yeah, makes sense, huh? And also the museum yeah. staff report witnessing objects move on their own and hearing strange sounds. Wow. Yeah, okay. so still okay. haunted. 
I propose a little haunted spooky tour whenever we visit Guadalajara. <laughs> I agree. I want to go there and I want to go to El Panteón de Belén again because we were kids when we last went. Yeah, but I remember it. It was funny. I remember it too. But yeah, I would I would go there again. Yeah. The only thing I was scared of was to look at that tree, the missing tree where it's supposed to oh, be. Oh, I did not dare. Tree. I did not yeah. learn to look, no. But everything else no. didn't really scare me. I also remember being like more like impressed with the huge like gravestones and tombs and the fancy ones from the rich people. That was wild. Yes, I agree. Um yeah, hopefully one day we can go back, but Rona has Miss Omicron has different plans. <laughs> Miss Omicron has different plans for everyone. Yeah. Oh, I will say the the story of the Casa de los Perros, the house the house with the dog statues, it reminded yeah. me or whenever we passed by cuz we used to live in Oakland and one of the houses we passed by in Oakland had lion statues. Do you remember the house? Yeah. I I imagine that the lion statues came to life to chase you away and and in my head I, I that house was haunted. I don't know if it really <laughs> was, but it's canon. I would believe now. it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> those those lion statues chase you. I don't remember what street that is on anymore. <laughs> Could it have been Lion Street? <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't a real street. It's a real street. <laughs> in Oakland? I feel like it's a real street. I remember it. I don't remember it. It it was near. Um, so we lived on thirty fifth, and we used to walk to uh, our tia's our cousins. Uh, yes, I remember. It yeah. was on the way there, but I don't remember. I, I wish I could give more specifics so anyone could pass by it and confirm for me if it's haunted. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we have reached the end of our episode. For more Guadalajara stories, we also have. El Árbol del Vampiro, the vampire tree, is in our Haunted Cemeteries episode. And then we have a Haunted Cemeteries episode. And that's where I cover all the other stories um, about the haunted uh, cemetery that we were just talking about, El Panteón de Belén. And there's a lot of stories. Yeah, I can't. This little, this little, I mean, Guadalajara is huge, but it has an insane amount of legends. <laughs> it's it's yeah. wild. Uh, oh, there's also El Hospital Civil. That's one of our early episodes, the Haunted Hospital. That's already like six different stories, and there's more. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, before we go, thank you so much, Carmen, for coming on. I know you don't watch a lot of spooky stuff, but do you have any spooky recommendations? Uh, well, I've been reading um, Certain Dark Things, and it's sort of spooky because it's about vampires. And I don't know if you any of you have previously recommended it. Uh, I think MJ has. But I we love her. And we oh, she already recommended it. I don't remember. I was trying to remember because I knew you were going to ask me. And um, that's yeah. all I have. Because the last spooky thing I watched was Dracula on Netflix. And it was it was all right. But the ending was kind of like mm, underwhelming. Oh, so I, for some reason, have been watching a lot of Korean shows and movies. Uh, like last week, I watched Train to Busan. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Carmen doesn't like subtitles. She's lame like that. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> no, okay. I just have to be paying attention. Sometimes, very rarely, no, I do it. No, I, I get it. I can't, <laughs> I can't watch them all the time either because sometimes I have to move this little baby around and, and like I can't read yeah. the subtitles. So I don't always watch them. 
But I have been watching this uh, Netflix show called Kingdom, and it's like set during uh, ancient Korea. I don't know. They look like when the Chinese had like all the dynasties, you know? And so there's like sneaky politics and zombies. It's amazing. Sounds like a good combo. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I just saw that they announced another Korean show. Wow. <laughs> uh, about zombies in a high school. And so I'm excited for that. I'm going to watch that. That actually sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. It's based on an anime, I think, from what I was reading. Um, but yeah, wow. zombies, they, they do zombies really well. So I am a fan. And yeah, that is the end of the episode. Hopefully, MJ will be fine for our next recording. If not, I'll beg Carmen to return. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, anything you want to add before we go, Carmen? I guess I should plug our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. So um, I think you had mentioned it a little bit earlier in the episode, but yeah, I am the co-host with Christina of Novelas con Cafecito. We, it's like a rewatch podcast. We watch novelas and we talk shit about them. Um, and also about all the racism, classism, sexism, uh, ageism that is involved in novelas and, and you know, the isms they perpetuate. So, but yeah, also about the ugly fashion and the ridiculous yeah. drama of it all. So it is a lot of fun. I love hate watching stuff, but it's not really hate watching. It's like, I don't know. I just like to talk shit. So that really sums it up. <laughs> and right now we're rewatching. Right Yes, yeah. Um, there's a few different things thrown in there. We have a few episodes about Selena, the Netflix series. The series. That was a hate yeah. watch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, check us out if you are interested and you like novelas. Yes, yes. And yeah, thanks again for joining. And in the meantime, everyone, stay a spooky. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for our spookies supporting us on Patreon. Yesenia. Kristen, Mary, Dalia, Mariela, Cleo, Rene, Yamaris, Iris, Ghost Train, and Madtown Charity. Thank you so much for your support. Spooky Tales is hosted by Christina and MJ, edited and produced by Christina. If you're looking for extra ways to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Tales. And you can also check out our Patreon for bonus episodes and more. Go to espookytales.com slash support. But of course, you have our eternal gratitude for just listening. Stay espooky! Spooky!